This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. We've paused a fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them. Thunder Media. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. On this edition of Inside Supercars, we hear from the man who guides Mr. Sunday, Martin Short. Yeah, we did a pretty good job over the weekend. Um, I think we still need to improve a little bit. Those Erebus cars are, are pretty quick in quality, so um, I think we've got the race car to match them. We just need to find a little bit more speed and quality. Brock Feeney's engineer, the man in his ear, Martin Short, joins us on Inside Supercars now. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Revelle, and we're joined by a man who tasted the champagne on Sunday at, as he has done very many times, Martin Short. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Good to be here. I I imagine you're back in Brisbane now, and um, you're thawing out. Have you uh, reached a a moderate temperature now? Yeah, it was pretty chilly um, in Tassie, so um, I'm actually originally Kiwi, so the cold's quite nice for me yeah. i've definitely um acclimatized to brisbane weather now so yeah it was pretty chilly in tassie um yeah i got back late sunday night early monday morning so um yeah yeah getting up to temperature back in brizzy now it was a another hectic weekend because there were what one two three four five five sessions four sessions on saturday and another four on sunday so you're non-stop all day aren't you yeah exactly it's i think it's the first two day race weekend all year so um yes it was a it was a big um yeah kind of stressful day we got there on friday afternoon, so not much time to prepare once we're at the track and yeah it just happened so fast you you've got to really think fast on your feet and yeah just kind of go on instinct sometimes rather than you don't have the time to analyze all the data and stuff that you normally would over a three-day weekend so you were fast into it and fortunately you've got a driver who actually uh, picks things up pretty quickly, and uh, of course, the important part of this this uh, series is qualifying well, and that you did. His worst was the uh, well. In fact, there were a pair of sixes uh, in qualifying, and that was the first and the last race, and uh, and a second or front row start then on the uh, first race on Sunday. So you've obviously got that key at the moment with these cars in qualifying. Yeah, I mean. Uh, now um, the cars are so hard to pass so um, you've got to really qualify well and we haven't um, had the most consistent qualifying um, places 
um, during the start of the season. So we've been trying to really work on that. Um, and I think we, yeah, we did a pretty good job over the weekend. Um, I think we still need to improve a little bit. Those Erebus cars are, are pretty quick in quality. So um, I think we've got the race car to match them. We just need to find a little bit more speed and quality. But I think, yeah, we definitely improved um, in Tasmania. Which brings us to one of those uh, interesting questions. And, uh, you know, we've seen it not only with the Erebus cars right from the start, but also with the, uh, the Matt Stone cars, which, of course, are built in your factory there. But they, too, have similarly done a job in qualifying well and racing well. Um, and also the other ones would be a Premier who have equally uh, taken well to this new category. Young drivers who are not indoctrinated in what was the previous car. Yeah, for sure. I think um, the cars all being exactly the same this year has made the series super close. Um, I remember looking in one practice session, I think first to last was like 0.6 of a second or something. So, um, yeah, I think the championships got a lot closer this year and um, with our customer teams as well, we share all of our data, all of our setup information. So um, they know exactly what we're doing. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's harder than ever to stay in front of those guys. Indeed. And just looking at that, in fact, uh, when I look back in 2022 at Simmons Plains, the first to 25th gap was 1.3 seconds. This year it was 0.9. So it's about 40% closer. Um, and that was one of the key objectives with the new category, to make the entire field closer, not just the top 10, but the entire field. And that occurred. You'd obviously know that full well. Yeah, for sure. It's um, so close. And one one mistake, like we had in Perth, I think we made a lock up into the last corner and we were um, P21. Otherwise, we were yeah, looking at third position. So, um, yeah, you can't afford to make a mistake in, in qualifying and you've got to absolutely nail the setup and the tyre pressures and the driver's got to absolutely nail a lap to, to be in the front. Tell us, um, that, that feeling of having to be so close must make every part of the the uh, crew have to work that extra hard. I mean, obviously, pit stops more important than ever. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think this year we've been really um, focused on our pit stops. Or even um, last year with Andrew Edwards coming from BJR, they they were always the benchmark in pit stops, and he's brought a lot of that to our team. Um, so our guys are practicing, um, yeah, one twice a day um, because it makes such a big difference. And I think, yeah, now more than ever all the small details about everything on the car just need to be absolutely perfect um, because, yeah, like like I said before, there's not much differences in the cars. So, um, yes, yeah, so the small attention to detail that gets you that last tenth of a second. Martin, we've seen the cars on street circuit, Grand Prix circuit and two short tracks of very different design. Where do you think you are? with engineering and getting the best out of the car? Um, I still think there's a long way to go, to be honest. Um, yeah, we, we're still finding little bits and pieces of the car. They're not the same as the um, old car where we had um, 10 years of da- data's worth of um, data and setup information. So, um, yeah, they're definitely not as refined as the, the old cars. So we've still got a lot to learn. Um, we've got a test day coming up next week where we've um, got a whole bunch of new ideas that we're going to try and develop. And, um, yeah, we just need to work hard. Um, the, the drivers still um, yeah, come in every time and, and know that they need a better car to, to go out and win every weekend. So, yeah, I mean, 
I think next year we'll go to all the tracks and be half a second to a second faster. I think there's still a lot more development in the cars. What's the one thing that you found you don't have this year that you have previously had? Um, I think the biggest thing is trying to get the um, the cable on entry. Um, last year, the car was very stable on entry. Now it slides a lot around a lot more under braking. Um, and then that kind of overheats the tyre and then you struggle with drive as well. So, um, yeah, you've got to try and find a tool to, to fix the entry, but then also they still need the mid-corner turn as well. So it's, it's um, very complicated because um, normally when you try and fix one part of the corner, it affects other parts. So, yeah, we're just trying to find a solution to yeah, fix the entry of the corner but not costing too much turn, um, which, yeah then obviously trying to trying to get the most out of the drive as well. So, yeah, I think last, last year's car, we, we found a good, a good spot with the setup and, yeah, we we're pretty planted on the entry and then we could focus on the mid-corner and the drive. So, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest challenge at the moment for us. And the team had an impact in the Sunday race with Shane getting into the wall. You had impact on Saturday. How did you find the repair and the way you had to go about the repairs? Um, yeah, the, our, our damage wasn't too bad. We had um, some rear bar damage and stuff. So um, at the moment, I think every team down pit lane are quite scarce on parts. So, um, yeah, we kind of had to do some makeshift repairs at the track overnight. But, yeah, ours was mostly cosmetic damage. So, yeah, we had a bit of tape on the, on the rear bar. Um, so it wasn't too bad, but yeah, Shane's car, um, there was a lot of damage on, on the chassis and they had to cut out parts and re-weld in parts. So yeah, to be honest, when I first saw her, I didn't think they were going to make it um, back on the track and it definitely wasn't perfect. Um, there were some bars pointing the wrong way and stuff, but they got it pretty good um, and it obviously wasn't too bad because he was pretty fast on Sunday. One interesting aspect of the new car is getting off the line. Can, I'm not asking you to give me exact numbers on it, but can you give me an indication of comparison between the old car, which had that 10 years of development, versus the new car, the driver's the quickest uh, 0-100, to 100, shall we say? Just a comparison. Yeah, I mean, I think the times that we've done this year have been um, quicker than the, the last cars. Um, so I think they're a little bit lighter as well, which would, would help. Um, and we're normally running a bit softer compound of tyre everywhere as well. So, um, yeah, I think a good start typically last year was uh, 3.6 seconds. Um, yeah, and this year we've seen just as fast. So, yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty close. You came to Australia uh, having completed your engineering degree and started with Triple Eight, but you'd been a racing driver. Are you going to get a chance to take one of these things for a pedal? Um, I'm not sure. I actually um, drove Shane's car on the on the chassis dyno um, before um, Tasmania, so they were doing some engine tuning stuff with the with the Camaro versus the Mustang there. So um, that was pretty fun. Got to got to go for a skid, and I did some of the ZB aero testing um, at the aero strip as well. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to have opportunities to to take one out and do a few laps. That'd be that'd be awesome. Well, Martin Short, we hope you do get that opportunity with Triple Eight Race Engineering because uh, I know that you certainly did earn your stripes uh, with a helmet on, but have uh, well and truly passed that now as an engineering man 
looking after uh, Brock Feeney in the Car 88. All the very best up in Darwin. We'll be watching closely to see how it all goes, knowing full well that uh, you and uh, all your teammates there will be fighting hard for that championship uh, win, the team's championship. Yep, for sure. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us again on Inside Supercars. Martin Short. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. You love supercars and keeping up to speed sometimes means hitting the rev limiter? Welcome to the Gates Rev Limiter Podcast. After each round, we unpack what happened. Join Andrew Clark. Have paused the fraction and got it right, and they probably still would have won the race. I mean, and yours truly, Neville Wilkinson. These are the heady days when Ford was spending mega bucks for all the action, all the controversy, and sometimes a little emotion. The Gates Rev Limited Supercars Podcast. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or where you listen to them.